Welcome to the Strove Podcast, five minutes to a healthier and happier you. In each episode, we'll provide you with practical and evidence-based advice to lead a healthier and happier life, all in the same time it takes to make a cup of tea. In today's episode, we break down an article by sports physician Dr. Funzadam about the one piece of fitness tech you need to improve your fitness. Do you have any idea what it could be? Back in 1977, Polar Electro introduced a device that would slowly revolutionize the world of fitness and training. It was the world's first personal heart rate monitoring device, and it was originally used as a training aid for the Finnish national cross-country ski team. Fast forward to the mid-80s, and intensity training had become a popular concept in the athletic world, with wireless personal heart monitors hitting retail sales in 1983. Believe it or not, after four decades, this ancient device is still the only piece of fitness tech you truly need. Let me break it down for you. So what exactly does a heart rate monitor do? Well, it tells you how many times your heart is beating per minute. The devices use one of two main technologies, ECG or PPG. ECG stands for electrocardiography and measures the electrical activity in your heart. This technology is extremely accurate and reliable, but it requires the use of chest straps. Companies like Polar, Garmin, Sunto, and Wahoo produce these chest straps, and they provide precise data if worn correctly. In fact, Newer versions can even measure more advanced metrics like heart rate variability. However, they may not be practical, comfortable, or fashionable enough for all-day heart rate monitoring. On the other hand, we've got modern smartwatches and fitness trackers, such as the Apple Watch, that use PPG technology to measure heart rate from the wrist. While this technology has improved, it isn't as reliable or accurate as the old-school chest strap, especially in cold weather or during intense exercise. You can trust the data from these devices during sleep and quiet times, but when it comes to exercise, take it with a pinch of salt. Now, if accuracy is a priority for you, and we believe it should be, stick with a chest strap. It will provide you with the most reliable and precise measurements during your exercise sessions. Let's chat about why you should actually care about heart rate monitoring. Well, because one day your heart is going to stop beating, and if you want that day to be as far off as possible, monitoring your heart health and working on your fitness is crucial. Now let's break down the numbers and concepts you need to understand when it comes to heart rate monitoring. First, there's resting heart rate. This is the rate at which your heart beats when you're sitting calmly, feeling relaxed and without any stimulants like caffeine in your system. It's best measured in the morning before the chaos of the day kicks in. A lower resting heart rate is better because it signifies an efficiently pumping heart that doesn't have to work too hard to meet the metabolic demands of your body. Trained athletes often have resting heart rates well below 50 beats per minute, but if yours is around 80 or 90 beats per minute, it could be a sign of heart or metabolic disease. In fact, for every 10 beats per minute increase in resting heart rate, the risk of dying from any cause rises by 9%, and the risk of dying from heart disease rises by 8%. The best way to lower your resting heart rate is through regular cardiovascular exercise. Next, we have maximum heart rate. This is the highest heart rate your body can reach during intense physical activity. Athletes know this feeling all too well. When your lungs are burning, your muscles are screaming, your brain feels fuzzy, and your heart is pounding. Knowing your maximum heart rate is essential for setting up heart rate training zones. As we age, our maximum heart rate naturally declines. The most common method for estimating maximum heart rate is the formula, 220 minus your age in years. For example, a 40-year-old person's estimated maximum heart rate would be 180 beats per minute. However, it's important to note that this formula is just an estimate and every heart is different. For some people, the formula will be accurate enough, but for others, it may not align with their true maximum heart rate. To get a more accurate figure, you can do some field testing. 
athletes who regularly push themselves to the max can look back at data from previous sessions to find their highest recorded heart rate. Otherwise, you can head to a track and perform a maximum heart rate test. It's crucial to consult with your doctor before subjecting yourself to this torture, as it may not be safe for everyone. Lastly, let's discuss heart rate zones. Once you have your max heart rate, you can use it to determine your heart rate training zones. Here's a simple five zone model that you can follow. Zone one, this is the very light intensity zone, ranging from 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate. Training at this level will help boost your recovery and prepare you for higher intensity zones. Zone two, falling between 60 to 70% of your max heart rate, this zone feels light and you should be able to sustain it for a long time. Don't underestimate the benefits of training in this zone. It improves your general endurance, enhances fat burning and boosts overall fitness. In fact, a significant portion of any endurance training program should be spent in zone two. Zone three, this moderate zone ranging from 70 to 80% of your max heart rate can be a bit uncomfortable due to the buildup of acid in your working muscles. However, sticking it out in zone three can greatly improve the efficiency of blood circulation from your heart and oxygen extraction by your muscles. Zone four, things get tough in this zone, which encompasses 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. Holding this level of effort for more than an hour can be challenging, even for fit individuals, but the benefits are worth it. Training in zone four helps your body become better at burning carbohydrates while improving lactate clearance from your system. Zone five, this is the maximum zone ranging from 90 to 100% of your max heart rate. By the time you reach this level, your face might be contorted into a grimace and that little voice inside your head is screaming for you to stop. For beginners, training in this zone is unnecessary. It's mainly utilized by professional and elite athletes who incorporate short bursts of intense exercise to maximize their race pace. So how can you use your heart rate data to monitor your fitness? We think it's easier to understand by using an analogy. Imagine that you are a car. No, really, stick with me here. If you are a car, then your heart rate is like the rev counter that shows how hard your engine is working. Your performance, on the other hand, is like the speedometer showing how fast you're going. Now, here's the key thing to remember. Heart rate is a measure of how hard your engine is working, not necessarily how fast you're going or how much power you're producing. Just like some cars are more efficient and can go really fast without revving too high, some people are more fit than others. Fit individuals can perform well without exerting excessive effort, while those who are less fit need to push their engines harder just to get started. But here's the good news. Your body is incredibly adaptable. Every time you take it for a spin or challenge it a bit, it becomes more efficient. That's why we can use our heart rate as a tool to measure and track our fitness progress. So, what signs should you look out for? Firstly, a lower resting heart rate is a good indicator. If your engine can idle at lower and lower rev counts, it means it has become more efficient. Secondly, if you can maintain a higher pace or power at the same exercise heart rate, it shows improvement. Imagine your car driving up a hill at the same rev count it once needed for cruising on a flat road. Finally, if your exercise heart rate at a particular pace or power decreases, it means your engine is becoming more efficient. For instance, if your car can now cruise on the highway at 2,000 revolutions per minute when it used to require 3,000 revolutions per minute. On the flip side, if your rev counter shoots up higher than before at an easy speed, it means your engine has become less efficient. But how hard should you rev your engine to improve your fitness? Let's talk about heart rate training zones and which one you should train in. It all depends on your goals. If you're looking to improve your fitness, lose weight, and enjoy the health benefits of exercise, Spending most of your training time in zones two and three is your best bet. That's around 80 to 90% of your training time. As for the remaining 10 to 20% of your training time, dedicate it to higher intensity intervals in zones four and five, where you really crank up the effort for short durations. However, 
Be mindful that these intense sessions can be fatiguing, so it's important to separate them with easier days or rest days. Remember, to gradually increase your weekly exercise hours by only 10 to 15% to avoid injury and overtraining, you'll be upgrading your engine in no time. Isn't it reassuring to know that despite the constant stream of new fitness technology like HRV monitors, continuous glucose monitors, muscle oxygen monitors, and more, you can still achieve fitness, performance, and good health using nothing more than a humble heart rate monitor. So keep monitoring that heart rate, stay consistent with your training, and in just a month or two, you'll start to see improvements. A quickening pace, calming breathing, and a slowing heart rate. All signs of an athlete in the making. In today's episode, we explored the quintessential fitness tool, the heart rate monitor, and the importance of heart rate monitoring for both fitness and heart health. If you learned something useful, why not subscribe and give us a five-star review? It helps us reach a wider audience. And if you'd like to see how Strove can boost health and well-being in your own workplace, book an intro call on our website at stroveapp.com. Until next time, Strove on! <laughs>